Chara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Vichara Spikin. Uh, this is Norhadi, your host, and I'm speaking now with Marcel. Uh, he is uh, Chief Innovation Officer at the Salonis, uh, where he is responsible for supporting customers and partners to define and execute the digital transformation uh, strategies globally. Uh, previously, Marcel was the former Chief uh, Digital Officer at the SEP. So, welcome to Bicara Supply Chains, Marcel. Thank you very much for inviting me, Nohadi. It's a great pleasure. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So, before we start, can you please brief a bit yourself, uh, your professional background, and how are you now with the current role as CCIO at the Salonis? Many thanks. Happy to do it. So, Marcel Former, um, as Chief Innovation Officer um, at Salonis, um, I did not start um, at this company because it's a startup um, um, and really exciting technology what they have developed with process mining. So basically process analytics to bring this to a totally different level. And I'm helping uh, customers understanding what are innovations they need, what are innovative ways they are using our software solution to really get full visibility in all aspects of processes. And supply chain is one very complex one, um, including the procurement side. And currently we are talking about the coronavirus or COVID-19 um, impact right now. So we all see how important it is getting the right transparency and visibility in all aspects about your supply base, uh, the supply chain, logistics, distributions that you can serve your customers. I did start basically in the supply chain business um, um, as my first job, what I, what I really had at DHL. Um, I worked for DHL Express, so the Express business. Um, this was fairly long time ago. It's almost uh, 30 years ago. Um, and um, to keep it very simple, I worked 15 years for, for DHL. And then I moved on to SAP. And I left SAP um, August last year after 14 years. And at SAP, I got hired setting up shared services. Um, working in the finance function, integrating companies. So I was leading a strategic in-house consulting organization. And then I became the chief procurement officer after the transformation and a lot of transformational programs, what I have done. Uh, one was the cloud program, uh, working for the co-CEO office. Um, but the chief procurement officer role was basically also my longest job, what I had at SAP. It was really uh, insightful seeing um, the impact what procurement can do and supply chain we don't have so much supply chain but as i was used to it and on the dhl side um, i felt very comfortable also seeing it as an integrated part even sap supply chain is with only indirect spend um, pretty pretty little um, you can you can say what we what we had um, and then i moved on as chief operating officer as a as I was also part of the post-merger integration and the acquisition strategy of SAP acquiring Arriva, market leader for goods and services, um, P-Class market leader for, for temp labor, and then finally conquer all part of those to pay. 
Um, I moved on as chief operating officer before my final role was chief digital officer, helping customers to define digital transformation strategies and execute on that. So I'm very happy to be here and also very happy to have the opportunity having the interview and um, talking a little bit about the digital transformation. Mm, awesome. Okay, uh, I would like to start uh, by questioning about the, the trends in, in digital transformation itself, uh, Marcel. So how do you see the major trends in driving uh, digital transformation disruption in this year, in 2020 and beyond? I think what we are currently seeing is, and um, in particular um, due to the um, Um, coronavirus, uh, the COVID-19, I think we even see an elevation of the digital transformation at this point in time right now. Yeah. You and I, we are here on a video conference and I think we have seen um, the peak of um, video conferencing um, around the world. Everyone is using the different video conferencing systems yeah. right now. Um, even the bandwidth is under such high pressure that um, the largest video streaming um, providers like Netflix, um, um, but also Amazon Prime uh, Video, they reduce the bandwidth of their programs due mm -hmm. to the fact that basically now uh, much more bandwidth is needed. But what we see is really that people are now getting used to work in a digital, in a virtual setup. And that's really one key component of a digital transformation as well. So therefore, overall, I think the coronavirus um, has, besides all the negative impacts, the horrible pictures, what we what we have seen, and I really hope we overcome this very soon and um, get a, a vaccination um, um, as soon as this is developed, that um, we can go back to a normal life, let's say it in that way, um, without all the restrictions, regulations, and hopefully also with not so many people suffering um, mm -hmm. on that. Mm -hmm. What, what um, we might see is that there will be one element on people are now getting really used to working in a digital way in a virtual setup. Um, we all see um, I'm in my home office right now. Um, so this is something we might be more used to it and will, him impact, um, will have impact also on um, mm. our future. How we do business, how we engage with people. Do we really travel around the world for one, two meetings, something like that? Or is it now possible and more common sense that we also can build a personal relationship based on the video conferencing? So. We will see how this at the end will really um, work out. But um, I think um, if you want to say um, there might be even um, a stronger focus on now driving the digital transformation um, in the way how people collaborate and work together. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And then what advice can you offer to the uh, business leader when they want to start the, the transformations? What are like uh, key success factors in uh, implementing the digital transformation? Yeah, by driving um, a bunch of digital transformations by myself um, at SAP, mm -hmm. but also for customers and defining strategies with customers about how to really go to the next level. And it's not only the IT transformation. It is a much broader transformation what we are talking when we use the term digital transformation. And what I learned and also discussed with a lot of strategy consultants is that 
basically, um, you need to have the what is exactly what you are now um, doing and how you drive the digital transformation uh, going forward. You need to bring the people behind you and you need to ensure that your that you can really um, um, that you really can drive this um, and people understand it. Um, on the other way, it is also that um, um, I think there are three core elements what I have seen as a main um, as a main factors on how to drive successfully a digital transformation. Number one is you need to focus on your customers and all your processes need to be streamlined and focused on the customer. Mm-hmm. Um, the second, so customer centric processes, number one. Number two, you need also to have a customer um, centric and focused organization. Your structure needs to support the process setup. And the third one is finally, you need to have the IT systems. And yep. with the IT systems, basically, this should be derived from customer-centric processes, the structure in place, mm-hmm. and finally also the supporting IT systems. Um, so with that, basically, um, you um, you have a good foundation on how to drive the digital transformation. But there's a, another element which is really important. Don't forget the people. The people are not number four, if you mm. want to say, because you need to involve the people starting with the vision, going through the process of driving the three elements, the process, the organization, and the IT systems, and finally um, also ensuring that the adoption will be done and will be driven by the by the people. Yeah. So that's something really what is very important and also mm. where you will see that um, this um, um, is... I would say even kind of proven practice from my experience, what I have seen and what I discussed with a lot of executives in all mm-hmm. industries and basically in uh, different functions from operations, supply chain, finance, procurement, HR, um, sales, operations. So this is my take, what I got. And therefore, my advice would be follow this um, order, start with a vision, customer-centric process, organization, IT systems, and then don't forget to have the people behind you all the time. Mm. Yeah, so uh, you have mentioned about the people, right? So um, why, why actually the talent is the core factor for uh, digital transformation objectives? Yeah, so I think we all have heard about um, how challenging it is to now also mm-hmm. get the right people. Um, we are still growing. Um, if you look on a global perspective, I think we are becoming more and more people, hundreds of million people more every every year, currently in the range of 7.8 billion people, what we have, majority in Asia, um, and then the rest distributed around the world. What is very important is really that um, um, we see that due to the digital transformation, the IT systems, artificial intelligence, um, the different aspects, what we see, the evolution, including a blockchain, internet of things, you might have heard the term industry 4.0, what's currently happening. I think there's a really broad bandwidth of ongoing um, 
um, disruptive technologies impacting all business functions. And it's really all. It doesn't matter in which area you, you work because we see what's happening with the cloud. We see how we use, we talked about the video conferencing, the different way how we, how we work, but also um, all the other processes integrated behind it. Now the GPS tracking, what we can do, the smart devices we are using, the manufacturing which will be driven um, together with robots. We might use augmented um, reality, virtual reality. These are really things um, where we see, um, wow, that's a big change. Um, and the real asset what companies have is besides the uh, capital expenditure, it is the people. Yeah. Because you need to, the people to come up with innovations, to mm -hmm. drive strategies, define it, but also execute, to make customers happy, to engage with suppliers, uh, to drive innovations. And that's something which is so important. And therefore, talents are absolutely key and talents are very successful um, when you, uh, and you will be very successful if you can get the right talents because you need to find people working with algorithms. You might need to find people no longer doing the manual typing of information into a system, but now working more on helping, helping lines of businesses to discuss more strategic topics or really focus on value-adding activities. And this is something where I see a big transformation, yeah. big impact for people, but a very big opportunity. World Economy Forum last year stated that overall 58 million more jobs will get created by artificial intelligence. Then they will make redundant due to the automation, which also is um, coming with the new technologies. So I'm very confident about that. And I think there's a lot of additional potential also. Um, but as a company, you need to develop your employees. You need to provide the right trainings and you need to help also to drive the transformation in the right way for the purpose of your business. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Another thing I would like to ask is um, what are typically a major challenge and how to deal the, uh, with the uncertainty when companies are doing the transformations? So what is your view on this? I think what was really eye-opening for me is having mm -hmm. all the different discussions um, about um, driving digital transformation. This term is already overstretched and overused. I think we yeah. have already used it probably <laughs> 10 times, even in our, um, in our podcast right, right now. Um, nevertheless, um, very often, um, people using the term, everyone nods because, oh yeah, I've heard it, digital transformation, it's important, everyone talks about it, we need to do it. And then there's a question about, hmm, shall we um, ask our CIO um, driving now transformational aspects from the IT side? Um, shall we ask, and, and probably we should hire a chief digital officer. I was by myself a chief digital officer, and I know I did not find anyone else in the chief digital officer function doing the similar thing like what I was doing, because the variety of what they are doing is so broad, and therefore I think what's very often really missing is a clear purpose and the vision of what do you want to achieve and how mm. do you want to really drive that? Mm. Because just, just appointing a chief digital officer does not bring you anywhere. Mm. Because if this is 
basically just a one-man show or a small team and you tell them drive now um, the digital transformation i've seen a lot already no longer in that function and also a lot of companies not really progressing as they intended to do because the digital transformation is something which is much broader you need to think about the customer and also the future business models I mentioned the process, organization, IT systems, mm. the three core elements. Mm. But in a broader context, you need also to see what is your business model in your future. Mm. If now we see a big transformation in retail, so due to the uh, due to COVID nineteen, all the shops are closed. Um, yeah. But we see that the um, mail order business, uh, like Amazon, Alibaba, um, are basically going to the next um, peak because uh, what is it how how do the people do the shopping? It is they just order it online because that's in the meantime, everyone is used to that. And that's something also where you need to think about what is my business model? What is really what I will do? How do I want to serve the customers? If I'm a retailer, for example, but also if I'm a wholesaler, if I'm in manufacturing, look at the car industry heavily impacted right now. No one is buying cars at this point in time. And we see significant drop in revenue, but also in profitability. And that's something also, oh, wow, there's a transformation on um, uh, combustion um, engines now to electric cars, to self-driving cars probably in the future. So what is the place what the big manufacturers, the OEMs um, are now playing in the future? And that's something also where I believe it is very important that you really look at the business model, what do you want to do? And then the entire organization needs to change. Selling electric cars works in a different way. Um, um, doing shopping online, providing um, the right information uh, to buyers is a different thing than um, when you have a shop in a small city or even in a larger uh, city. So that's something you really need to see from a holistic perspective. And that's exactly what we are driving mm -hmm. and where we see um, that um, people need to do it, need to understand it, and then also to execute it. Without execution, you can have the most brilliant strategy. Um, as the saying, um, even um, an idiot can uh, beat a genius um, if he has a plan. So that's something also um, looking into that. Yeah, awesome. Interesting. Okay, so uh, before we close our conversation today, uh, do you any uh, final thoughts or KDX way from our discussion? Absolutely. I, I think currently we see um, the global economy is under huge pressure. And I think mm -hmm. um, it's also a time of opportunity, even if we see a lot of negative impact. It is also we yeah. need to think beyond what's coming when we go out of the crisis. And I hope as soon as possible. And therefore, my advice would be, Uber yourself before you get Kodak. So basically think now about your future, the business model. How do you want to come back? And hopefully you come back stronger out of that. And therefore, this would be my advice um, to start today. Uber yourself before you get Kodak. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay, so thanks for coming to Bijara Supply Chain, Marcel. See you and goodbye. At Vichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Vichara Supply Chain. 
and stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.picharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.